Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Sebastian Giorgio, and he has launched an agency called Digital Wealth MB. He also has a pretty massive following on YouTube and has had considerable success via dropshipping and other businesses, like I, I believe real estate as well is something that you're into or getting more into. So thank you so much, Sebastian, for being on the show. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. So give us a little bit of background. And again, you know, the audience is predominantly digital marketing agencies on how you got started and maybe any tips that you've had as you've learned and grown that you would maybe share to other digital marketing agencies looking to scale. I started my agency like two years ago, but I, I have a longer history than that. I started dropshipping like five years ago. So I've been in the e-com space for a while. My agency is exclusively Google ads. Now there's a specific reason for that because I started posting YouTube videos about how to dropship because I was doing it and I was making money and I was using Facebook ads at the time and Instagram influencers. And so what happened is all these influencers in the space were posting videos about, you know, dropshipping and they were doing it and then they made their own channels and everybody was only ever talking about Facebook ads. And so two years ago, I was like, I looked into Google and I was like, holy cow, Google is like a huge part of large businesses and they could drive like 30 to 50% revenue, sometimes even more. And I was like, why isn't no one talking about this? And I figured that since nobody had or even was talking about Google ads, I could be like the first person to have a Google ads agency. And I already had a following because you know people watch my videos. So I was like, I could probably just capture all of these people that are watching my videos and like this whole space, I could probably just get them all as my own clients. So that's why I started the Google ads agency, just because it was a blue yeah. ocean at the time. And um, you know, it's such an important part of everyone's business. So yeah, that's why I started that. And that's, um, yeah, that's that. <laughs> I love it. Well, one thing that I, I'm curious about is how do you spot these trends? Do you just have like a knack for it or do you think you had to learn it? Because I feel as if uh, someone who's been able to kind of ride these trends so efficiently, you either have a formula or you have some sort of an instinct. Uh, what do you think it is? It's definitely not a formula. I mean, I noticed that, you know, I, I started running Google ads for one of my own brands. And they were extremely profitable and I didn't know anything about Google ads. And I was like, bro, holy cow. If I learned Google ads really well and I could run all of these different kinds of campaigns and they were all profitable, it'd be like a whole nother Facebook. And Google was way, way, way more consistent than Facebook. There wasn't yeah. like uh, creative problems. You wouldn't, you don't get banned all the time, you know, as long as you're doing everything right. It's just a lot easier to run ads on Google than it is for Facebook. The strategy is a lot more complicated for sure. But yeah. I was like, holy cow, this could be a whole another Facebook running for my business. I could make more money. It's profitable. And um, yeah, and I just, nobody in the space was talking about it. So for me, I mean, that seems like a pretty simple equation. Like no one's talking about it. It's super profitable. Okay, like learn how to do it really well and, and then start doing it for everyone. I love it. And you know, you have a really good offer with the digital market agency, I think, which is from what I heard last time we spoke, it was the, you know, uh, basically performance-based offer. Are you guys still doing that offer or have you modified it? Our original OG offer was just a percent of ad spend, if and only if you're profitable, which is 
crazy and unheard of because it was me and like one other person. So of course, but unfortunately that's not sustainable when you start to grow and you have a staff. So now my staff for my agency today is more expensive than like, it, it cost me more than my agency was making last year. So it's, it's not realistic unless we have major, like massive clients, people that are doing like 10 million year plus minimum. So we don't do performance only anymore, but we changed it. So if you're spending between one and 10,000 a month, you're going to get hit with a minimum $1,500 retainer, no matter what. And then once you surpass $10,000 in ad spend, you're going to get put into a bracket and there's four brackets above that. And it's all like segmented by ad spend, but that bracket then kicks into performance. So it goes 20%, 15%, 10%. And then if you're spending over 80,000 a month, which is a, yeah. a very large client, that's just, we get on the phone and talk about a, something that works for you. So. Do you have any issues with collection on performance-based deals? I'm curious. Do you have, uh, or do you just say, I see that you're spending this month. So we're going to charge your credit card this amount because this is how much we're spending currently. No, no, I haven't had any issues with collection. I have like two clients that are always late and I always have to like pester them, but that's fine. It is part of the business. I'm sure. I'm sure people deal with that and at least they pay it eventually. So yeah, that's, right. but in terms of, for the most part, most people pay in the first couple of days after I send out the invoice. Right. Okay. Very cool. So maybe explain to us a little bit about what your goals are with the agency and maybe something that you wish you had done differently when you started the agency, if any. Yeah. So I do have a very, very particular goal in mind. The, the goal is acquisition for me because it's not my dream to run a marketing agency, to be completely honest. It's just a, a very simple way to make money. And it's a very positive in terms of cash flow, a very positive like cash flowing business. So my goal is to, I can't, I can't say here because I don't want to give it away. I don't <laughs> want people to steal my idea, but yeah, the yeah. goal, the goal is acquisition in three years for between 40 and $50 million. I'm not going to tell you guys how I'm going to do it. Once <laughs> I do it, I will, I will, you know, gladly uh, broadcast it to the whole world. I love that. Well, I really do hope that you hit that number. That would be fantastic. And what about something that you did, wish you did differently when you first started? Is it that performance-based thing where maybe you wish you didn't do only performance-based at the beginning? Or is there anything else you learned that you would share? So my number one tip is find somebody that you can trust and either give them equity or pay them really, really well. And, and you want to incentivize them to stay and work hard on your business. And you need to find people ASAP. Like you need to hire people that manage and run your agency alongside of you because you can't do everything, at least, at least for me. So I'm a little bit biased because I do a lot of different things. Obviously, yeah. there's, I have a lot of you know real estate, crypto, and I have a YouTube channel. So there's a lot going on. But if I was a one-man show, I could probably give much more time to the agency. But for me... I spent a year doing it by myself and I didn't get very far at all. And then I hired people. And then as soon as I hired two people that were really, really good, you know, Chris and Nate, our business completely exploded because they were able to dedicate full time to the agency. And I was able to take a step out of it and only really focus on things I should be focusing on, not focusing on absolutely everything in the business. And because of that, we've exploded. 
Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to A-B test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. I'd love to hear this. And could you give me some background as well? And I know the listeners are going to love hearing this because it is very important to keep them encouraged is, can you give me, how old are you? 23. I just turned 23. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to make that point because there's a lot of people who listen to this. I just had a call with somebody today from, uh, uh, the Balkans. And he was, you know, he was oh, yeah. young, young guy. And he was like, I, I've just started, like, I have no way of knowing how to do this. Right. And I think a lot of times it's easier, easier for people to get discouraged, right. They have problems with getting started, especially at a young age. And I know I did too. Didn't get started quite as young, but I, I got started at 22 and it was hard for me at that time. So what's some advice you'd give to a younger entrepreneur who is looking to get started and maybe is a little scared to like make that jump? Yeah, I mean, it's it's never too late and it's never too early. So you look at people like Grant Cardone and Conor McGregor, and they didn't make a bag till later on halfway through their life. And then, you know, you obviously have people that are 16 that are crypto millionaires. So it's not too early for you to start. It's not too late. But the sooner you start, the better. Because yeah. this ultimately, if you're like financially intelligent, your money will compound over time, right? right. So you you want to get started as early as possible. And there's absolutely no reason to be scared. Initially, you're going to run into so, so many problems, so many problems, and you're going to have to learn to deal with these things. And then over time, it's going to start getting easier and easier and easier, and you're going to make more and more money, right? So it's like like a kid, like a toddler learning how to walk. Like when you first try to stand on two feet, you're going to fall over and over and over and over and over again until like you get better. And then like you can kind of walk a little bit and then you fall when you turn and then you can kind of turn a little bit and you keep failing over and over and over again until you get good. And then you can start running around. Right. And it doesn't, it's not hard. Yeah. So you have to fail. You have to learn all of these. Uh, you have to go through all these failures and these mistakes and you get, you grow accustomed to it and you know how to deal with these problems, you know, how to prevent these problems. And then eventually you just become like iron. And it's, it's really ironic because now in my life, I do less work in the agency than I've ever done. And we're making <laughs> more money than we've ever made. That is the key. It is, it is so freeing when that happens, especially when you have mm -hmm. a business that's, you know, retainer based and everything's very consistent. You don't have to worry about volatility as much. I mean, it's very freeing. That's what, that's how I was able to start learning to do software development because I had so much free time on my hands. So I was like, what am I going to do? You know? And, and so I just started learning new things. And I think that's the key, right? When you really understand supply and demand, you understand like how, what drives people. That's when you realize that you actually could just do nothing and make way more money if you just have the right systems in place. So Kudos to you for figuring that out so early um, and it's super inspiring for people to hear this. Uh, I think one of the final questions, I have a couple of final like last ones I usually ask people uh, as we wrap up here is um, the, the first one is, 
you know, you, because you're someone with hands in a bunch of different areas, uh, I feel like you have probably have a really good perspective on sort of just trends of how things are going with the world. Is there one trend that you are very excited about? Maybe you're going to say NFTs, if that is it. I, I'm curious what your reason for it is. But is there one trend that you're seeing like on the macro level with entrepreneurship, business, society, the world, that you're really excited about and you just like can't stop talking about? Is it NFTs? Is it something else? I'm curious. No, I mean, NFTs are, are definitely crazy right now. And the technology behind NFTs is, is really, really revolutionary and it's crazy. Uh, and it's going to be used in the future big time. I'm more excited than NFTs to see, and I'm a little bit late actually, I'm excited for DeFi and NFTs to come mm. together and the whole crypto space in general, because that's what I'm really like just looking forward to. I wouldn't, maybe it's not so much of a trend, but I would... I would invest very, very heavily if I was listening to this and I had the money. If I were you, if I, whoever, mm -hmm. I would I would start doing a lot of research and investing very heavily into like Web three products and mm -hmm. decentralized finance products because, like the whole thing you're seeing, like for example with Canada and the truckers and they had GoFundMe and then GoFundMe took all their money and it was a big political scandal. Like cryptocurrency fixes that. Getting approved for home loans takes thirty days. In DeFi, you can get approved in 10 minutes. Like all yeah. of these things fix that. And I'm not paying $30,000 to the mortgage broker. I'm not doing, you know, 200 phone calls. I'm not signing over, doing all these paperwork. I'm not doing any of that. I'm providing liquidity. They're saying, okay, you can get approved up to this amount. Uh, if you don't make your payments, eventually you're going to default and then we're going to take it back. And the crazy mm -hmm. part is with NFT technology, when it integrates, your 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 the deed to your house can be an NFT. And what can happen is they could put a smart contract so that it automatically <laughs> executes so that the NFT gets yeah. transferred back into their wallet. So it's like, that's the future. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's so fast. It happens so quick. It's so efficient. That's what I'm excited yes. about. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to completely take over our lives. So I love that perspective because I think, you know, I, I, I do agree. It's what I've been seeing too when it comes to NFTs. And I think art is an interesting application for them. But I, I definitely been, I agree with you. I definitely been seeing them as kind of like a wider use, like especially as we move towards the metaverse and things like that. I mean, there's a wider utility for them over time. And then one of the other last questions is any business book recommendations that you would give, if not books, like content that you're consuming out there? So <laughs> the only book I've read in the last two years is the Holy Bible. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I don't do very much reading, which is bad. Right. I'm, not, I'm not boasting about that. I should definitely, so no, to answer your question bluntly, no, I don't have any recommendations, uh, anything that's life-changing. Life I would say one other tip, because I know you asked me for a trend, and I gave yeah. you like NFTs and crypto, but maybe a more applicable trend for your viewers, like mm -hmm. agency owners. I would really, really highly recommend only working with clients that you're confident you can actually help. Because, you know, there used to be this stigma in the agency space, which is like, I'm going to pay this guy's retainer. He's going to give me shit results. And then I'm going to pay his retainer again. He's going to promise me the world, get shit results. And then they leave and like no one's ever happy. And it's like, it's a bad stigma. But if yeah. you're very, very, very confident that you can help a client out, like very confident, you do and you make them money and they like it, they're going to stay and be lifetime customers. And they're going to mm -hmm. go refer this. They're going to bring back new stores or new um, opportunities for you in the future. And that that client value is going to be worth so, so much to you. And I actually just did this recently. I went into our uh, uh, payment processor and, and they have like a section where I can see the value of some of my clients. It, it literally blew me away how much money these people have paid me. And <laughs> I'd get a, I can call them on my phone. I could FaceTime him 
and I'd be like, Hey man, what's up? And like, we're best friends. And he loves yeah. me. And like, he, he bought me a gift. Like this plant right here next to me is a gift from one of my clients. So it's, it's, it's good <laughs> because if you, if you like, don't work with absolutely anybody, you're yes. going to save yourself the headache. You're going to reclaim time. And then you can just focus on people that you actually can help. And then those people yeah. pay so much money and they stick around forever um, because you're, you're genuinely providing them a good service. So I would say that's, that's a mm -hmm. huge trend that a lot of maybe, uh, maybe people are doing it. I don't know, but we, we decline. And a lot of people will say this. I've been told this personally like 50 times. Like, oh, yeah, my friend applied to work with you guys and you guys just declined the call. And I'm like, sorry, bro. <laughs> like, we, de we decline like 90% of the calls. Yeah. Because we only call. work with people. We only even entertain people that we can help in the first place. So yeah. that's what I would say. And, and then a second part to that, if you have a marketing agency, if your skill makes businesses more money and you can prove that to them, and you do it over and over again, you'll never go out of business. Like you'll, you know, yeah. you make people more money. No, exactly. It's evergreen. And you could always, I, I've been telling people, you got to think of your agency because agencies, you know, they're not really like, you, know, you could definitely make millions and millions of dollars from them, but they're not necessarily like innovative game changing things a lot of the time. But if you think of it like a portfolio, you think of yourself taking like a percentage of revenue on every single customer, then it is. I mean, you know, those businesses are going to grow. You're growing them. You should take a percentage of revenue, you know, so that way you're always scaling your income. Very last question I'll ask you, and then we'll wrap up is, uh, okay. what would you do to 10 X your business today? I, it sounds like you guys are about to, or already have crossed that seven figure mark or pretty close or whatever it is around there. Um, so what is your plan to get to 10 mil, let's say, or, or around there, you know, do you have a game plan for that? And if you don't have to yeah. go as specific as what you said, you weren't going to talk about, cause I don't want to dig that part up, but maybe just generally speaking. Okay. So I need to about three and a half X my business in the next three years, which is totally possible. The way we're going to do that is simply by continuing to provide really good results for our clients. We just started paid social. It's just starting to work, scaling our paid social and referrals. And that's it. It's, you kind of just got to let the machine do the thing at this point. And we're going to, scale with paid ads and and just let it get there so that's all i can say yeah 10x 10x is definitely going to happen yeah but my business doesn't need to i don't need to like force my business to 10x it's it's going to happen in a different way it's a, a, a clever way that i will not take credit for a different <laughs> agency owner gave me the idea and i was like holy shit that's smart but again yeah. maybe we should have a part two um <laughs> and i, I love can, part I two Cause I, I probably like got everybody interested in what's going on, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure you, I'm sure they did. Well, let's, let's wrap up here. I want to be respectful of your time. Um, so is there a place that people can uh, find you or contact you and um, you know, maybe make it through the 90% uh, decline? <laughs> <laughs> well, for any agency owners out there, if you guys have yeah. any clients and they're not running Google ads, you could definitely send them our way. We don't run Facebook. We don't run Snapchat, TikTok. But we do have preferred partners that we've sent clients to that have successfully done Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, email, and SMS and CRO. We have partners for all of these people. So if you bring us a client and you, you know we do their Google Ads and you're satisfied, and then they also need this, you know we could talk about it. And then we have a we have a 10% referral for life. And since our retention rate is so high, it really is. That's a good deal. That's a good deal because we can just pay you every quarter and it's just passive income. If you send us a couple clients, it's actually a lot of money. So if they need Google ads, everybody wins. Everybody wins. That's the way I see it. 
So I love it. Well, thank you so much, Sebastian, for being on the show. If anyone here wants to connect with Sebastian, his team, reach out uh, digitalwealthmb.com. Uh, his agency has been able to grow extremely fast uh, and profitably through leveraging all of his other social media assets and uh, building a really solid brand. And we're excited to see what happens. We'll have to get him back on the show sometime here in the future. So thank you so much, Sebastian, for being on. Appreciate it. Of course, man. Thank you for having me.